Okay, I'm more live. I got my CEO shirt yesterday. I'm so pumped. Ooh, it's nice. Ooh, ooh. I didn't think I could like a shirt that much. I haven't liked a shirt that much since, I don't know, second grade. Damn, it's a sweet shirt. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There we go. We use this software called Stream Yard. Stream Yard. Like when you pee, it leaves a stream. Yard, like where you keep the dog. Backyard. And sometimes it has a little bit of a lag. Actually, I, I shouldn't even blame the software. Who knows if it's the software, but it's just the whole connectivity. Good morning, Ashley. Thank you. It's the whole connectivity with uh, YouTube. This morning we have David Onama. I just realized that if you change the N to a B, it would be David Obama. Never realized that before. UFC featherweight, uh, amazing, amazing dude. Gabe, Paper Street Coffee. Good morning. Thank you. Guys, if you or oh man, we put the wrong link in our URL. I am so sorry. There, I guess there's two Paper Street Coffees, but if you can make it to the right one, you will see that you can purchase coffee using Sevon as the code and get 20% off, which is kind of crazy. You should stock up for the year over there now. That's so cheap. And uh, uh, you get uh, 20% off on your coffee between now and March 27th. And I think that day was chosen because that's when quarterfinals, quarter quarterfinals, you're a CrossFitter, that's when those start. Um, but uh, you get entered to win a rogue bar, Ohio bar, custom. Every time you make a purchase, Paper Street Coffee, discount code, Sevon, 20% off. I also want to thank barbelljobs.com. Thank you to all you guys. Ooh, I'm a little slow this morning. You know, usually when my alarm goes off in the morning, it's like I've already been awake for two minutes. Like I'm like synced up to it. And this morning I actually heard it go off, which was weird because I went to bed so early last night. I, I normally don't go to bed till like midnight and then I get up at six. I do like six hours sleep. And last night I went to bed like at 930. Stefan, did you get the edible bouquet I sent to your house for increasing your risk of COVID by another one? Risk of by, an, I don't know what that means, but no, I did not get it. Please resend. Ohio or Bella, depending on your sex. Yes. Oh, okay. One of those is for boys. One of those is for girls. I wonder what's going on. Where's David? I kind of like being on the show before the guests get on the show. As opposed to getting on at the same time. Uh, this guy, David Onama, he trains with uh, James Krause, who we had on the show. He's a really cool dude. When I think of James Krause, I think of a guy. He's a 171-pound fighter, but he's also an amazing coach. And more and more and more people over um, all over the uh, MMA community are talking about what a great coach uh, James Krause is. I'm kind of new to the scene. I've only been following for like 10 years. But um, uh, uh, Krause is, I think he's on a six-fight win streak as a 171-pound fighter, but he says he gets way, way more pleasure watching his fighters win. We had James on the show. He's cool as shit. He's not just cool. When I think of him, I think of him as, as an investor, which is kind of funny. I just I always hear about all the great things he's done with his money and how he's setting his life up to be independently wealthy. So, um, no, I do not have any fight training. I have zero, zero, zero. I mean, I mean, you know, just stupid little things that, um, maybe every boy does take a little bit of Taekwondo. I took a bunch of, 
uh, striking classes. I wrestled in high school a little bit, but nothing, nothing. And, and I, and I, I, I wrestled a lot with my sister as a kid and with other kids a lot like backyard shit. I mean like a lot, like every day, a lot for years and years and years, but nothing, uh, nothing. I, 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 I like, I, I like it. I like wrestling with my boys. I like that kind all that physical like stuff. I'm really sensitive these days though, to my back. My last back injury like three years ago has made it. So it's like made me when I take my kids to jujitsu, I'm like, Oh, that looks so fun to roll around with the boys on the mat and, the, and some of the other guys. I just don't want to, I just don't want to get like stuck. I got stuck last time I hurt my back for a few days. It was weird. Yeah, it is my birthday, Jared. Yes, March 16th, 1972. Today I am 50 years old. Yep, 50. I wonder what it's like for my mom and my dad to have a 50-year-old kid. So weird. Can't imagine my kids being 50 years old. Am I on the wrong day? Is this guy showing up? Maybe this guy's not showing up. It's been a while since no one showed up. What show is this? Where is everyone? Where's where's the guy with good features, Caleb? Where's Will? Where's where, What's the other guy's name who runs the show? Matt Souza. Where's that dude? Where's the boss? Should I just start with my live call-in show? Man, I have so much good stuff. Like my dad says, you know how you're, you know how you know how old you are when your kids start looking old. Yeah, no shit, right? No shit. I'm excited. I think we're going to have Liver King on the podcast very, very, very soon. Uh, he did a podcast yesterday with uh, Paul Saladino. I think that's his very first podcast ever. Oh, good morning, Mom. Thank you. It does not feel good to have a 50-year-old son. Ha! You know it does. I can't. I, I'm ex- I, I'm excited for my kids to be 50. I hope I'm I hope I'm still alive. Ooh, I don't like to think of that. Um, they're waiting for you to give me the sunglass purchase info for these. Are you talking about these? These are uh, you can't get these. I don't think these are custom prescription. Uh, it's some fancy brand. Oh, here we go. These are custom prescription Louis Vuitton glasses made in Italy. And when the guy, uh, you can't tell when they're not on me, but the bottom is clear. I'll put them on for you. The bottom is clear and the top is super dark. And the guy, when he made these prescription lenses for me, oh shit, I forgot my phone again. He made them so that I could um, uh, look at my cell phone through the bottom here with no shade, but I could also be out in super bright lights. I have so many uh, prescription glasses. It, you, I don't think it's the kind of stuff that makes me, I have so many, makes me uncomfortable to talk about. It's like, whoa, it's like someone who had too many cats. They're like, ooh, that's too many cats. I don't think this guy's coming on. I don't think this guy is coming on. We checked in with him yesterday. Maybe I gave him the wrong link. Let me try that. Let me try that one more time. Invite, copy to clipboard. We have his number here, David Onama. David, we're looking forward to chatting with you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Uh-oh, he never responded to that. 
Okay, I'll send him the link again. We are live, brother. Seven oh eight AM on the west coast of the United States, Pacific Standard Time. It's funny. Hundred shows ago. I wonder when this went away. hundred shows ago, I'd be like really nervous and sweating that the guest didn't show up. Now, for some reason, I give two dicks, two shits, two something. Oh, man, I'll tell you something bad that happened. So we have a, I mean, bad relative. It's not, I don't live in Ukraine, but we have a, um, we have a YouTube channel called Sevon Subclips, and it's it's listed underneath a different email account. It's listed under like my email account is Sevon Matosian at Gmail, and it's listed under Matosian Sevon. I don't know why. Why I have two Gmail accounts, I, but uh, I probably did it like to get an extra Instagram account or something like that. And basically, basically, what happened uh, last last night? I was uh, Susan and I were looking at the Subclips station and trying to figure out why it's not a channel, figure, figuring out why it's not getting any traffic. And what we need to do to, to, to kind of beef it up a little bit. And I was messing around with my login on YouTube. And now on my computer in my house, which is the one I do most of my like work work on, like don't disturb me work. Uh, I can't get into my YouTube or into my uh, e- Gmail, which really sucks. Really, really, really sucks. It just keeps saying error. Does anyone know why that is? But I can on this and I can on my phone. At first, I thought my account got hacked. That would be really bad. Uh, what's up with Danny? What's up with Sevon praising Danny Spiegel for her high morals? Uh, we invited her on the show one time, and I, or Susan invited her on the show, and I think she she made some comment. I believe that uh, she's doing a podcast with someone else, the memes guy. Her, I think she, I, I think she said this. Don't quote me on this, but I think she said she's doing a podcast with the memes guy and Alex Smith, who I'd like to get on the show also. Um. And she said that she had different morals and values than me. And then when I went over to her Instagram account, her her profile picture was her in a bikini with her legs open, pointed at the the camera, which I thought was a fascinating. I, I, maybe I better look up the word morals. I don't think I have any morals. I don't know what those even are. I don't have a gender or morals. Uh, morals: a lesson, especially one concerning what is right or prudent. That can be derived from a story, a piece of information, or an experience. I guess I have morals. I don't believe in hurting kids. I believe that the, the right thing to do is to take care, take care of our kids. I think it's important to to what was the one? Love thy neighbor. Um, you know, give me an example of love thy neighbor. Yesterday I was at the skate park and a guy pulled up uh, with his two sons, and I hadn't seen them like in eight months, and I was in my car. And I wanted to just drive away, but I but I like this guy, and I like his two kids a, a lot when they're there. And I, of course, I like them because they're nice to my kids. So I got out of my car and I went over to him and I just made contact, you know, just like, "Hey, what's up, dude? Your kids look great," and they did look great. Uh, good to see you. We've already been here for two hours. We're leaving, but I always like seeing you because it was how I felt. But it would have been just easier just to drive away with my kids. But I just I don't know. Maybe that's just adult shit. But I like to spread the love. Um, not forced, though. Not weird. Like, if you don't want to be loved, like, fine. Like, I would, like, if, like, I, I'm, I'm not, 
I'm not trying to make anyone's day great. Um, I, I, I like to be, um, recognized, but I, I don't want anyone taking my time. Do you know what I mean? And by recognized, I mean, let's say you're walking by someone and they smile at you and give you a nod, like you're being recognized and then you smile at them and, and you, it's like just that kind of recognition goes a long way with me with everyone. That's why I think it's so important. Like when you see homeless people, like there's these, well, and when you see drug addicts and they're categorized as homeless people, I think it's important to look at them, make eye contact with them. When they make them ask you for money, you say, good morning, good afternoon. You know, you just say something to them. People just want to be acknowledged. I think I do. I, I not want to be, but it, but it's a, um, it's important. Important. This guy's not showing up. What sucks is, uh, uh a few minutes before the show starts, like 30 minutes before the show starts, probably around 6.30 in the morning, I start doing the show in my head. And um, hi, Victor. Good morning. And so then I get here and I'm already doing the show and I'm ready for them to come on. You know what I mean? Like I'm on the treadmill and I'm ready and I'm ready to do the show. And then about a minute ago, I noticed I was leaving the show. Like I'm not, I'm not ready. So if he popped on now, it would be kind of fucked. Because like now I don't want him to come on. Not, not I don't want him to come on, but like my brain has already shifted gears. Do you know what I mean by that? It's like, um, I don't know. I can't explain it. No, I, I don't take it as he's blowing me off. I really don't. I really don't. Just scheduling shit. I'm easy. I'm easy. I'm so easy. I don't, I don't take it that way at all. He was so cool. He was, he was great to text with. He was super responsive in the, um, in the DMs. All right. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to put my phone number up here. Bam. I have a show with a phone number. Who do I think I am? Oh, here I could do this. I have time to do this today. I have some great stuff, by the way, in my notes for my live call-in show. I think you guys are going to like some of this stuff. So that's good. I'm always working on a live call-in show. Oh, th yeah. I have something good for you guys. This morning, it's a good way to start your morning. But uh, before I start my morning, let me do this. That's the sound of a 360 degree barbell brush by Hybrid Athletics. Okay, took care of that. We talked about Paper Street Coffee. Oh, where's my my backdrop is missing? Where is that? Isn't there? Can you guys see that? Okay, there. There's that. There's this. But where's that backdrop? Oh, there it is. Background, background. Oh, it's chosen. Oh, Will, this is so weird. I have the background chosen. Anyway, the other sponsors are California Hormones, Paper Street Coffee, BarbellJobs.com, and this bag of weed. The bag of weed is sponsoring the show today. Oh... Have you guys seen this? Oh, it's too much. I can't. What can I do? There's a guy out there named Ben Garvey. Oh, I really need help for this show. There's a guy out there named Ben Garvey. I think his name is Ben Garvey. Anyway, he hates me. He has a blog. He has like he, he's he's a he's a um he's a crazy crazy woke account. He doesn't just hate me. He hates a lot of people. I'm in good company. Like he was ripping on all sorts of people in the CrossFit community, basically who aren't standing up for what's right. But anyway, he has a documentary coming out called Rosa. 
And it's and I was looking at the trailer. Oh, I can't wait to show you guys that on my next live call and show. It's so funny. How is that documentary going to end, Rosa? My goodness. Here. I realized, uh, for those of you who are watching this, I realized someone sent me this the other day. If you see Spider-Man, I've got bad news for you. Oops. It's the gay test. If you see Spider-Man, I got... I don't think that's bad news. It just sucks if you see Spider-Man. I saw Spider-Man. If you see Spider-Man, it should be... It, it, should, it doesn't need that. I've got bad... It's not bad news if you're gay. It just makes life more, a little more challenging. If, 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 if do you guys think that if um um oh I can't even do this because I'm not signed into my Instagram account. No wonder, no wonder. All right, this show's gone to shit. Now maybe I should start sweating. Oh good. Thank you. I can't do the lot I can't do my uh Hey, good morning. Good morning. Shit. Good morning. We try it like this. Oh, there we go. You hey, get it? Hey, good morning. I can't sign into my go. Instagram account. It's the same problem I had yesterday because I need my phone to punch in the security code and I left my phone in the house. What a shit show today. Hey, I, you know, I actually saw Spider-Man on that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. But I think that the line. You go out. You want to go out. You saw Spider Man. I saw Spider Man. You want to go out? Sure, man. Birthday dinner. I'll take you, and we'll get some tofu and fucking you know drink some Aussie ice shakes or something. I don't know. Well, if I saw Spider Man, does that mean I need to call California Hormones? <laughs> right. Yes. I don't think. I don't think that's going to change anything. That's just going to make our date better. <laughs> We're still rolling with the date, bitch. Hey, uh, I have this, uh, Logan, I have this, uh, friend, um, who ordered a, uh, he ordered a, he was having, supposed to have a party at his house on Monday, right? For 50 people. Yeah. And he ordered this big, huge, like catered Mexican, like dinner with like all fresh guacamole. They, they do all the, the pork and steak and all that stuff, cook it all up right there. And he decided he didn't want to have it, but he had already paid for it. So he's like, hey, you can just have it. So I just switched it over to my house today. So I moved it from Monday. It was supposed to be Monday at his house, and I switched it to Wednesday at my house. Oh, so you're having a party. I thought you were just having the food. Awesome, dude. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Well, I don't know how much of a party it is. I mean, like my mom and dad will be there and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, don't get it. We'll, we'll all be there. I get it. I understand. This is a low key invite for everybody here. Yeah, we'll just we'll find your uh, we'll find your address <laughs> on Google Map, and everybody will just show up. Don't worry about it. We'll we'll be there. We'll be there for you. Uh, hey, did you see that uh, Instagram clip of that guy? I think it was a UFC fighter. I don't remember his name, but he was asked, "What would you say to an overweight version of I don't remember what his name was who's sitting on the couch?" Uh, watching this right now, I don't know. Oh, is his, name, is his name Roundtree? He he started crying after he won, and he and he said he used to weigh three hundred pounds, and he can't believe how what the turnaround in his life, and he wants to tell his story um, now before he gets famous. Is that who you're talking about, Roundtree? 
Khalil Roundtree? Is it Khalil Roundtree? It's some tone black dude. I know he's sponsored by Venom. I don't remember his name. It's on Paper Street Coffee. Posted it on their story. Like, can, you know what I'm talking about? Can you find that? Or what, maybe not. Uh, maybe, but I can show you. Um, I can show you. Oh, he's damn. Someone already scooped him up. Soon as he said that. He said he lost 100 pounds and he was starting to cry and he said he wants to talk about his story and I immediately DM'd him. Khalil Roundtree Jr. discusses turning his life around after finding MMA and how he's lost yeah, 100, pounds, 100 pounds in 11 months. Hey, isn't that the girl's name on Morning Chalk Up? Uh, the, the Khaleesi? Isn't her name Khalil? Khal- I have no fucking idea. I don't, I don't read that. Khalil, yeah, but she's the interviewer girl with the big old eyes, and she always has tons of mask. Like her, her eyelashes look really thick. She has tons of mascara on or something. Is mascara the stuff you put on your eyes? Uh, on your I eyelashes? Don't know. You're, you're, or you're the one your asking eyelids? to go on a date with me, so I think you're, you can answer that question, perhaps. What is her name? Is Khalil? I know that's her name. I, I know. I know. God, this guy's name is so great. Why it be gay? God, I wish we were friends. I'd love to say your name every day. Her name is dude. She's the I call her the Khaleesi. That's another graphic we need. I want to show. Do you remember during the when I was throwing temper tantrums about? Yeah, uh, yeah. I would show show all the dragon. Yeah, I need one of the Khaleesi walking out of that building, burning naked. I would love to show that on the regular. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great for YouTube. (laughs) Oh, Lauren Khalil. Oh, that guy's first name Khalil Roundtree is her last name. Her name is Lauren Khalil. His name is Khalil Roundtree. Well, that, that can only mean that that can only mean that one of them fake their names. One of them has a fake name. Every every name is fake. I played this along, um, with, along with their gender. Their gender is definitely fake. I think Brian asked me if I wanted to have her on the show, and I said yeah. And I don't know if he was just like teasing me. Um. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Lauren Khalil. She spells it different than um than he does. Hey, did you see the O'Keefe interview? I did uh, part of it. Uh, first quarter. Oh yeah, there it is. Go. Someone. I, I. I guess I said in there that all my kids' friends are dipshits. I, I want to say not all of them. There's a couple of them that aren't. Someone told me, hey, that was a little harsh. I mean, because and, and I'm not. I'm not walking it back because it's because it's harsh. I'm just walking it back and. Can't, the sounds um, that come from your phone are so weird. I'm trying to remember to mute it when I'm not talking. It's not working very well, and it probably makes things worse. Yeah, it, uh, it reminds me of a horror movie. Well, that could be a backdrop. Just pretend that terrible things are going on in my background, and it's just normal. No. Like, man, this is the Biden America. This is Biden America, Siobhan. Just live with it. Um, you no, it, it three more years. It, uh... It, 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 no, no, because there there are some kids that come over to my house that are good kids. That, it, but 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 we have but we filter them. If they're if they're not good kids, I don't I don't want them at my house. Like the bad kids suck. Man, it sucks that there's bad kids. That I'm not trying to derail you, but that clip with that guy that lost all that weight and just like kind of broke down. It was really emotional. Like it. I I used to be pretty overweight, and dude, it really it strikes home because like there is a fork in the road like when you lose weight you're on a completely there's different a fork trajectory. in your mouth maybe that's the problem there's a fork in your mouth not in the road i want to put a fork up your ass um so tell me why did it hit home what's the fork okay in the road? so like 
it's, it's crazy. When you're overweight, you have almost like this frame or this vision where you see things and you think, I can't do that because this. And it always has something to do with your weight. Everything is always framed from your weight. And that's why, like, it pisses me off when I see this fat acceptance thing. There is a complete, and I'm totally open to this being a problem with me and not being a weight thing. And I understand it's all frame and I can get over it. I can be like Lizzo and I can be like, hey, live your life. But I mean, you're still consequences. But, like, there's a fork in the road. And when you lose that weight, every everything that happens from that point is a reaction from losing all that weight. I wouldn't have. Give me an example of something you can't do. Give me an example of something you can't yeah, do. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't have walked up to the girl that's my wife if I had been 280 pounds. I was 200 pounds then, and I felt great, so I walked up to the girl that's now my wife. That would not have happened. I, like, I would have probably reframed it, and this is going to sound bad, but I probably would have gone for somebody my confidence would have been lower. That's all I'm trying to say. And like when your confidence is lower, it affects every single decision you make. And it is just a crazy compound interest. Like it's, it's like you either have a negative compound interest every day of your life or a positive compound interest every day of your life. And for me, a big factor was losing the weight and it just changed all my confidence. And now, I mean, I don't, Life's not perfect. You move on to the next thing, but dude, it's it's fucking awesome. If, if you're somebody who's on the couch and that guy motivating you, or that guy crying didn't motivate you, I'm serious. I, like if you get up and you lose that weight, it will have all sorts of crazy effects and things you don't even realize that are holding you back because of your weight. A hundred percent. Like I don't think. It would be really hard to imagine being really overweight and having the confidence I have right now. And maybe, again, I'm open to that being a problem with me, but it's something you can change. You can act on. It's Uh, fucking nuts. uh, What's worse, the sounds coming from Logan's background or yesterday, um, Sammy in the background of... uh, Matt O'Keefe's called the entire time. I, I kind of want to go back and listen to that podcast and just let's find out what she's talking about the whole time. She's like talking like for an hour and a half in the background there. Yeah, I can tell that bothered you. Could you? Yeah, man. It was like one of the first things you said to him. said that they better be doing million dollar deals in the background there. Hey, you know what's funny too is it just shows what an arrogant, pompous douche I've turned into. Like, th- th- 200 podcasts ago, I just would have just been like, oh my God, I can't believe Matt O'Keefe's on. Now I'm like, fuck this guy. Does he have no respect for me with having fucking someone talk in the background? Just completely. Well, that's why I'm here. I'm here to, uh, like, humble me. Get you used to background noise. Just fucking sounds like animals getting murdered, which it's not. It's not animals getting murdered. Not today, everybody. Can I, read, can I read you something? Go for it. It's your show. Okay, thank you. From the Tao Te Ching, number eight. The the supreme good is like water, which nourishes all things without trying to. It is content with the low places that people disdain. Thus, it is like the Tao. In dwelling, live close to the ground. In thinking, keep on the simple. In conflict, be fair and generous. In governing, don't try to control. In work, do what you enjoy. In family life, be completely present. 
When you are content to be simply yourself and don't compare or compete, everybody will respect you. Number eight. Damn, this book is good. Society treats fat people different, in my opinion. When I was fat, I didn't get the attention. I did it. Oh, yeah, of course. They should treat – everyone gets treated differently. If you're 100 pounds overweight – I saw something the other day someone said about being um, – if you can't control what's in your mouth, why should – what you put in your mouth, why should anyone trust you with anything? And uh, they all, it was, there was also if you, if you – once you can't control what you put in your mouth, you can control everything else. Everything else is easy. Dude, every, everyone gets treated for different for everything. When you have this gray beard, the world's actually a little bit nicer to you and easier to you. You could sneak into fucking the crisscross concert. No one's questioning you. And when if, I lost and weight, you're 100 pounds overweight, let, let me, whoa, 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 Mr. Mars, let me tell you one more thing. No one wants their kid dating a fat person. No one's like, oh, here's my beautiful daughter. I want her with a dude who's 100 pounds overweight. No one wants that. Nobody wants that. You're basically burdening your – and let me tell you something else no one else wants. No one else wants to – no one wants to date a drug addict. So if you and your girlfriend like smoke weed every single day together, you guys kind of hate each other. No one wants to be with someone who smokes weed every day. No one wants to be with anyone who's addicted to anything, even this, coffee. We all really want to be with someone who's really, really fucking cool and who isn't – who isn't – um um. Who's, who's independent? No one, no, one, no one wants to be with the person who's addicted to weed, addicted to coke. No one wants to be with the person who drinks every day. No one. We, 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 we're, all, we're all assessing different data points about different people. When we first meet somebody, you kind of take a lot of things at face value. And I know it's not good to do this, but so it's like you said, you don't want somebody dating a fat or you're, you don't want your kid dating a fat person. Like, like listen, like, yeah, some person's going to hear that, take it out of context and get triggered. But at the same time, it's like, you're taking wait, wait, the how would they take it out of, how would they take it out of context? What do you mean? Give me an example of how that would be out of context. Someone's going to take that and say, they're going to imagine in their mind, the nicest, like saintly fat person they've ever met. And, uh, they're going to frame it as you hate that person or something like that. It's not that oh. you hate that person. You don't want to imagine someone who's, you don't want your 137 pound daughter um, being fucked on the couch by a dude who's 420 pounds. You just don't want it. You, it's your, it's your princess. You probably don't want her getting fucked anyway, but if she is getting it, you want it to be by a man who respects himself. It, it just is like, it's, it's not, it's it's just like I wouldn't. It's just like I want my boys to be in clean clothes, and I want their them to have a nice car, and I want like not even for um. It, it's not for a superficial reason. It's because it's better. Yeah, I said it. It's better. And I'm saying we're taking data points at face value, and then this person. I mean, if they're overweight, granted, yeah, sure. It Whatever doesn't matter how cool. I, like not even even if even if they're dating the fucking Buddha. You, you you don't you don't you don't you don't you don't want your loved ones with someone who's obese. It's a sickness. It's a fucking sickness. They're a carbohydrate addict, and then they're also sick, and they're going to die prematurely. You know their brain's not working properly. It's just a, it's a it's a leading indicator on so much bad shit and hardship. Now that doesn't mean that you like the 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 fat person any less. I'm not, I'm not I'm not suggesting that. Like I don't I don't care if my friend I don't like my skinny friends more than I like my fat friends. I love them equally. I'm just saying like what you would want for your kids. 
You want your kids to be with someone who has everything in their life in control. And when you look at that, it's a data point of gluttony or this or this or this. Yeah. So, and you know that they're, that, and yeah. you know that they're going to die when they're, when they're 62 and my kid's going to be like, my daughter's going to be all like, fuck, that sucks. Like, like you want a mate who like takes care of themselves so you can like grow old together. I hope like I got up this morning and I hear my wife say happy birthday and I'm just thinking to myself, man, I, I need to take care of myself for her so like I can be around for her. When I lost weight, people said they liked the, uh, they liked fat Logan better. And, uh, people said that, wait, because, people said that. Yeah. 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 And a lot of it was because I was an extreme pushover and I thought, and it was cause I didn't like myself that much. Oh, right. So I would kind of, I'd let people treat me with a lot of disrespect. You know, like I was the center of all the jokes for a long time and I still do that to some extent, but like at some point, like, no, I just, I, I appreciated myself so much more after I took care of myself and I, I didn't put up with that shit. People were like, nah, I like fat Logan better. Like, yeah, I know why, but it's, it's crazy, dude. Everything changes. I fuck. I, I love it, dude. I wouldn't. I'm never going back. It's not gonna happen. I I have enough tools in my chest. I it won't happen. Like I've I've I don't know what was that eight years ago? Yeah, I lost the weight like eight years ago. I got up like I went from 280 to 180. I was doing CrossFit, and I'm at like 210, 215 now. But I'm not like it's been at 210, 215 for like three or four years. It's just a comfortable place. Look at this girl. Said to me, this girl, Jeannie Beaver said to me, happy birthday. No, no, I'm listening to you. This girl, Jeannie Beaver said, happy birthday to me. Uh, is that Caleb's chick? Is Caleb married? How could there be a girl with the name? So he's C Beaver. She's J Beaver. By the way, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was wondering too. Yeah, I think they're married. Um, um, uh, when you say you have enough tools in your um in your toolbox not to get fat again, um, like what what's the tool you have? Give me an example, if you don't mind. Well, I mean, I found that there's literally like a hundred, not a hundred, but there's like infinite ways that you can lose weight or not get fat again. Um, like you can be somebody that counts calories, you can be somebody that does keto, you can be somebody that just doesn't eat. Like everybody's worried about if you don't eat. Oh, that's a eating disorder. It's like no, it's it's like uh, it's not even on the fringe anymore. Fasting, you know, it's like, and then you can exercise like mad, but I mean, it's hard to exercise if you're, you know, on a negative trajectory. But it's there's a thousand ways to skin the cat. It's you just really, really gotta want it. What I did when I lost it was I was on this crazy restrictive diet, and I probably ate. 1100 to 1000 calories a day for like 40 days. And and the, that's the, the thing that's was the like diet the Danielle Brandon was on. She was eating like 1200 calories a day. Yeah, I was not working out though. I'll tell you that. Hey, is this is this lady is she, is she joking who's Caleb? I can't tell. I, I hope I hope she's joking because if she's not, she needs to take a serious look in the mirror. Hey, can you see her picture? No, I'm not looking at my phone. Oh, well if it is Caleb's wife, he scored. And a girl, but yeah, man, I'm gonna let you go. Damn. Hey, have a happy birthday, Savannah. Happy, happy 63rd. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm 50. It's crazy. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I mean, doing something right. Then. Maybe it's all those, uh, those, uh, 
test you're getting. Oh, hey, you know what? I got one more thing. No. Um, no. If you're fat. No. If you're fat, no. go on barbell no. jobs and search personal trainer or yes. health coach. Give yes. that a shot. Yes. Maybe. Maybe that'll work. Or if you're, or if you're Saban and you're 65 years old and you need to become a little more mobile, search for a mobility coach. Yes. Give that a shot. You're good. Uh, go to bar double job code Savan. Doesn't do anything, but uh, give it a shot. Bye bye. Bye, Logan. Good morning. Two beavers on one podcast. Thank you. Well said, Heidi. Damn, that's good. Two beavers, one podcast. Uh, okay, let's go back to uh, the phone number. Okay, let me. I, I forget what the. Uh, can you guys hear this? The same attitude. Never quitting that help. Oh no! Wait, 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 wait. Let me see. Is there's there's I always hear um. I always hear Will Brandstetter tell Caleb you have to check a certain box, but I don't see the box. So let's say I go stop sharing screen, then I go share screen, then I go share screen, and then I click on it. Oh, maybe I go to Chrome tabs. Oh, share to audio. Okay, 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 okay. Share tab audio. Okay, here we go. Let me see if you guys can hear this. Let's see. With that attitude, there's three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine levels ahead of him that he can get to. But what only happen if he goes back and digs in and remembers what it felt like to not quit until you crack the code to get to the next level. Can you guys hear that? Can someone tell me if you can hear that? He said, crack the code to get to the next level. Can anyone hear that? Oh, it's very quiet. Damn it. Oh yeah, you can. Jeff, Jeff says, yes, you can. Can you or can't you? Now my comments are all jacked up. I can't even see the comments anymore. Sounds good. Oh, okay. 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 Let's, let me see if I can refresh it and start from the beginning. Here we go. Patrick bet David. The same attitude of never quitting that helped him get to that position. If he continues with that attitude, there's three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine levels ahead of him that he can get to. But what only happen if he goes back and digs in and remembers what it felt like to not quit until you crack the code to get to the next level. Very annoying. I'm telling you, very annoying because I'm a byproduct of 20 years every time not thinking I can get to the next level. And at one point, I'm like, screw this next level. I'm content. I'm like, no, we got to crack this code. And then you crack the code. I'm like, shit, this is actually cool. This is actually interesting. But hopefully for you, I hope you're not yet at the point that you're quitting to upgrade to the next level. Yes, you. Maybe you're a little content right now. You need to hear this message. Hopefully this kind of pissed you off a little bit and inspired you to say, I'm done quitting at this level. Maybe I'm going to go 10 more levels before I quit. Great. Keep continu continuing to figure out how to get to the next level. You know what's crazy about that? So could you guys hear that? Uh, him talking about going to the next level? Oh, finishing up his book. What, what did you think, Bruce? Did you like it? Um, did you guys hear that about getting to the next level? I hope you did. The reason why that's so fascinating when I see something like that from him is because when he came on the show, it was one of those moments for me, right? It's like, I work, I work, I work, I work, I work. And then here's a guy who did the exact same thing. He works, he works, he works, he works. And I don't even know if work is the right, um, right. Uh, um, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if work is the right word, but, uh, but, when, but, but, but there was some validation when he came on the show. At the very end of the show, I asked him why he came on. 
And it was cool. It was cool what he said. And what I thought I wrote him was what, what it was sincere. But after I sent it, I'm like, holy shit. That's like, he's going to think I'm a complete fucking goofball. This, um, I want to tell you this uh, for, for those of you who have kids. With kids, it's like that also. There's this moment that your kids will be really, really, really bad and you won't recognize them. And then 30 seconds later, they'll be asleep. And for my kids, that's like 90% of the time that they're ever bad. In 30 seconds, they're asleep. So they could be screaming in the car about something. Just fucking, I'm just like, I don't even recognize my kid. What's he doing? This isn't Avi. And literally, my wife will be like, hey, man, they're really tired. Just be chill. Go easy on them. And like literally 20 seconds later, they'll be asleep. And it's like that at home too. 8.45 at night, I'm trying to brush someone's teeth. I'm trying to like corral them in bed. They're just bouncing off the walls. And my wife will remind me, hey, they're just really, really tired. And for some reason, when I saw that Patrick Bed David uh, talking about that, it reminded me of that. You re It's really good when you're about to lose your shit on your kids or anyone to just take a ton of space. Usually you're so close. What is that statement that sunrise happens right before the darkest point of night? And, and and I think the human brain works like that too. Isn't it like as you're, as just before you fall asleep at night, your body's producing the most amount of the chemical that's trying to keep you awake. And then all of a sudden it reaches a tipping point and you just fall asleep. And I think the same thing is, is when you wake up um, in the morning, that's why it's important to just to wake up naturally and comfortably because right when you wake up, there's, I guess there's some chemical your body puts out, puts out in your brain that keeps you asleep. And right before you wake up, it's putting out the most of that. So if you get up too early, you're crazy groggy because your brain's trying its hardest to keep you to sleep. The dark sunrise thing is bullshit. Oh, all right. Well, it sounds good. It doesn't matter whether it's bullshit or not. It sounds good. You don't think it's darkest right before the sun comes up? No, because, yeah, you're right. I see what you're saying. That wouldn't make sense. It's got to be when it's equally distant from sunrise and sunset. Is that what you're saying? Somewhere in the middle there, that's when it's the darkest? That would make the, because it's it's being blocked by the greatest portion of the earth. Is that is that what you're saying? Either way, you're fucking up the story. You guys want to see you guys want to see the YouTube video for the Rosa documentary. It's so fucking funny. Can you imagine if you it's a movie talking about like the hope with Greg Glassman and and all the racists and everyone being gone and Rosa's like coming in as the savior. But it's so funny. This guy's like invested all uh, Ben. Gar what? Let me see what what's this guy's name is. If you want to if you want to see the weirdest YouTube channel of someone who does the exact opposite of what a happy life is like this guy's just 100 percent blame. Blame, 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 blame. All he can do is blame other people. It's, it's, it's amazing. Let me see if I can see his name. Ben Garves. You can see him on YouTube and he's got a blog. Um, I don't even know if I should play it. It's 58 seconds. It's so fucking funny. It is the wokest shit you've ever heard. It, this guy's so fucking trapped in his head. I wonder if people like this can ever wake up. You guys want to see it? You want? Oh, do you want to see it, uh, Bruce? Yes, is that a yes? You do want to see it? I can, maybe I can play. It. Let me see. Oh, I go to share screen and then I go to tabs again. Chrome tab. Um, there's something different about 2021. Oh yeah, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. And here's what's fascinating to me. Here, what you're about to see. This is what's so funny. In 2019. I was just looking at it the other day and judging people by the colors of their skin. Uh, in 2019, there were like, I don't know, 
in, in the male competition, there were like 13 black athletes. And then there's like another 20 that I can't even tell what they are. Right. I can't tell if they're Asian or black or whatever. They're from countries. Like I just, I'm just not uh, privy even with my vast background of travel. Um, to even know i can't even tell literally is that guy asian is that guy black i can't fucking tell right but in 2019 it was the most eclectic by color and fucking eye type and whatever the fuck you use to to tell the difference between people um that's ever been in the history of the crossfit games and that was greg glassman's last year it's so fucking funny and um and then this year i think is the whitest year of all time i mean Imagine like those people, like there was a gym like Rocket CrossFit that cared about. Um, I bet you, I would like to know um what uh, uh, uh what the gay to straight ratio is now too. I'd like to know all of them and just be like, you fucking idiots. There was no one more inclusive than Greg Glassman, and there's a variety of reasons for that. And and, and I can I can um I've gone over it a ton of times. Homeboy had a chip on his shoulder to help people, like it was one of his uh, pathologies. He overcompensated. He wanted to help the, all those communities. Okay, here you go. This is this. I'm going to play it. This is pretty funny. If you guys can't hear it, someone make a note in the comments and I'll just stop it. 2020 changed everything. We've grown as a community. We have new leaders, new divisions, and a renewed purpose. We took a look at ourselves and decided we want to be different. We know what people see of our sport on TV. We have we have a larger community. No, actually, you have a smaller community. We have new divisions. I thought the point was is to reduce divisions, or does he mean new divisions at the game? Like now you can now you can uh, compete if you're uh, if you're uh, they have a division for people who are albino with one arm. He is not the same as what we live in the gym every day. The support, the diversity, the the diversity. Now it's less diverse than ever. The CrossFit Games than ever, than ever. The 2009 CrossFit Games had, if 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 you if you consider diversity by color of skin, which is who knows what the fuck these people think, these racist fucks. But but let's go on. Love the inclusion, the humanity, the humanity, venture capital. That that had that's humanity. Is it, are you out of your fucking mind? This guy's such a tool. We want to empower worldviews and journeys we haven't empowered. We want to see different faces and hear different. You want to see different faces? You want to see different faces? Where? Go outside. Oh, thank you, God, Susie, you're here. <laughs> Dang. Came to show up. No, it's not a big deal though. He's a good dude. I, I really don't. Uh, thank you, John Young, for the happy birthday. John just texted me. Hey, yeah, I think, that's actually why I came on here to say uh, to say happy birthday, so everybody knew. Oh, thank you. Will you hang on one second? Let me play the rest of this. Yeah. Voice twenty twenty one. Isn't it time we started to tell a different story? Have you seen this? This guy fucking has a Rosa documentary. How is he going to end it now? <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck is that guy gonna end it? Oh my goodness! Oh, where are you? Is that your gym across yeah. the Livermore? Yeah, the uh, Livermore Pleasanton Fire Academy recruits actually just walked out. They're actually oh. they're still driving away. Oh wait, now you can't see it. But. Oh, what? Tell me. Um, I yes, I am. I'm fitty. I'm fitty. 
Um, t- so tell me, so what's going on? What, what were you doing there the, the, with the fire department? Tell me yeah, that. Yeah, so it's the Livermore Pleasanton Fire Academy. So they come into the gym uh, two, four days a week. And so we these aren't them. firefighters. These are dudes who want to be firefighters. Yeah, they're recruits. They're still like they're on payroll and stuff because they got a with the academy. It's it's five days a week long from uh, six a.m. to like six thirty p.m. Oh shit! For how long do they do that? Uh, this one's accelerated, so I think it's ten weeks. But sometimes it's it's a lateral academy, meaning that they're like firefighters from before. It's like eight to. 10 weeks and normally it would be like um 22 to 18 weeks do they accelerate it because uh there's a shortage of dudes because they got booted because they weren't dudes weren't vaccinated (laughs) uh i don't know if they got booted because they weren't vaccinated but they didn't have any hiring going on during covid that's for sure gotcha yeah oh look there's caleb too Oh, good job, guys. 48 minutes in. Fucking yeah. lost all the listeners already. You guys are good dudes. Hey, uh, I saw you just um, invited Roger for the show tomorrow to confirm. Thanks for doing that. Uh, just so you guys know, Roger Boyer is coming on tomorrow. He is. Uh, he lost 100 pounds. I yeah. think he thinks. He, I think he thinks he's coming on to talk about um, the great work he's yes. doing in Canada with I the ad- indigenous people. But like, I'm more interested in his 100 pound weight loss. I mean, I'm interested in both. I, I love the spread of uh, CrossFit to people who, to, to new people, uh, like I in like I don't give a shit like who who it is, but um, I love the spread of it. Oh my goodness! So many people are wishing me happy birthday in my in my um, text. That is so nice. Wow. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's why that's why uh, Caleb and I came on here to bail you out for a minute. And say happy birthday. Do we need to just uh, break out in song or please? <laughs> uh caleb can i um god my can my can my computer situation is all screwed up did you hear me complaining about that um Susa? yeah my, go ahead caleb i heard you complaining about it on my way home yeah oh hey is that girl your wife yeah holy yeah. shit good was job dude was it genie yeah yeah that's her yeah that dress is crazy that's her work picture <laughs> that's her linkedin photo no shit <laughs> holy shit that's a great dress um Agreed. it's like a summer dress right it's like it's yeah. like a yeah it's so cool it's pretty it's pretty hot yeah send me a link to that i'm gonna get that for my wife <laughs> okay it's probably on amazon or something honestly even better cheaper the better <laughs> so if, if she doesn't want it anymore just send it over to me you have my address okay yeah yeah Hey, I got my um um I got my CEO shirt. Did you get yours, Caleb? Not yet. I mail doesn't come till later today, so Oh yeah, you're in the military. Way. I think you guys are like second class citizens. You guys don't get it till we get everything last. Everything just shows up last. <laughs> like I swear the the delivery guy shows up at like ten PM sometimes. And sometimes on Sunday, they'll just like, Oh yeah, we forgot about you on Saturday, so we'll just deliver it on Sunday. Um, want to become famous by followers, primes, viewers on. So when I see this, I, what do I, how do I block that dude? Oh, I can't block him. Which comment. So I don't think you can block it. Oh, that's a trip. Maybe that's how everybody gets their followers. Maybe we need to start looking into that. (laughs) Maybe that's my, my, uh, Sevon Matosian account is just plummeting. I wonder if it's cause I'm not buying followers. Probably. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the shadow man, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, um, Caleb, are you staying on for a while? Yeah, I can stay on for a little bit. 
can I send you my um, notes? Sure. And then, um, and then we do some. We'll do. We'll do. I'm. I'm only going to stay on for another thirty minutes, forty minutes. Yeah, that's the CEO shirt. It's dope, right? That is dope. It's a good picture. It's a great picture. It is. I just took it while I was sitting watching my son play tennis. The sun flare. To... The sun flare really does it. Yeah, that's just a filter. It's not a real sun flare. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. The sun's setting behind me. I'm sitting there. Oh my gosh. And I think it's a great I think it's a great angle of my nose. <laughs> Kelly, good morning. Hello. Good I morning. knew it wasn't you're not Kelly, are you? No. Yeah, I think I called him last time and he asked if I was Kelly. Oh, oh yeah, that's right, because my caller ID. Yeah, does yeah, Kelly wear right. summer dresses? <laughs> uh that's my mom. Oh. But yeah. How old's your how old's your mom? She's fifty-five. Ah, right, right in my right in my age range, right in my age range. Thank yeah. you. Uh, please uh, send her a link to the show. As of today, <laughs> I will. I think you'd be proud. I think you'd be proud of your mom if if me and her were dating. Is she with your dad still? Yeah, she's with my dad. Oh, maybe you wouldn't be proud of her. Never mind. No, nah. nah, be kind of. We're off to uncomfortable. A we're off to a rough start. Yeah, I could just be a neighbor who admires your mom, and that <laughs> that makes your dad realize how good he has it. He needs that. He needs that. Yeah. Little reality check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone needs that. Like you, like you haven't looked at your wife like like she's a piece of meat in a month, and you see some other dude looking at her like a piece of meat. You're like, shit. I better start looking at her like a piece of meat. Uh, Start buying her flowers. Something. Get a fork. Put a fork in it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I want to. Can you see your screen, um, uh, um, Mister Fink? Um, no. Well, I'm on the phone, but I can. I'm actually at on my office, so I can pull it up oh, where I can. I wonder if. Oh shoot! I lost. So now I can't see. Well, shit! I need to see my notes too. There is a uh, Caleb. Did you get the? Did you get the? Um, yes, I got him. Okay, down on the bottom there somewhere, it says uh, um, it wasn't an apple. Do you see that? It wasn't an apple. It's an Instagram. I saw this yesterday. I was dying. I don't know how I never thought of this. Oh, it that one got removed. Oh, it did? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, I got a 404 page not found. Oh, shit. Can you Google that and see it wasn't an apple and see what you find? Just you yeah, can just I'll look it. it up. Yeah, it wasn't an apple. Oh, it's a, it's an epic photo. Okay, caller, what's up, brother? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Are you calling to save the show or what's up? Um, just said just to say hi, just to call in. I actually started a book today called The Art of Seeing. Very interesting. Who who's the author? Aldous Huxley. Oh, he uh damn. he wrote Brave New World. Yes, sir. I know. And the I'm, Doors of Perception. Yep, yep, yep. I read Brave New World in college. I mean, I, it wasn't a, for college, but I was in college when I read it. Great book. Changed my perspective on a lot of things. Art of seeing. Uh, it's, well, if you know, like, I don't know how much you know about him or not, but he was, he had a degenerative, degenerative eye condition to where he was almost, he's pretty much legally blind. And he talks about how the conventional methods of like wearing glasses is just masking the symptoms, but you can actually train yourself, train your eyes to, to adapt to see, like to relearn how to see properly. It's really interesting. 
Do you wear glasses? I used to wear glasses. Did you did you do did you practice the protocol and you and you and you got it? <laughs> um i'm actually that's that's why i started this book um that like i just stopped wearing them and like i just didn't feel like like i felt like my eyesight was getting worse like it was degenerating like nothing was being done to like retrain my eyes so to speak it's like kind of like if you break your leg you're not going to go around on crutches the rest of your life or you you might have to but you can learn how to like rehab it and you know the eyes are part of the body just like anything else and he's basically saying that through this method it's called the Bates method you can like retrain the connection and, and the pathways on how to how to see which i think is really interesting yeah that is interesting i just started it so i didn't get into the, the exercise part of it like actually how to do it i just read like the first couple chapters of like, the philosophy behind it i suspect that it makes sense to me. i suspect that there's some truth to it i do too because it's because it's just the orthodox method of looking at it is, you know, there's nothing that can be done with your eyes, basically. Like, oh, you have to wear glasses the rest of your life. Whereas, if you have something else that's wrong with you, like say a heart condition, like oh, go exercise more or change your diet. Like there's, but somehow with the eyes, like the only body part that they that are just sliding off is you can't fix it, you can't cure it. Um, there is a, I, I was in, um, uh, Africa once I was in South Africa once and, um, uh, with Greg and, and a bunch of people from CrossFit and we were meeting with Tim Noakes and there were some really, really amazing people at that meeting. And there were these two ophthalmologists. Is that, is, are yeah. those the eye doctors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I was sitting at the table with them and we were talking and they were basically saying that inflammation, inflammation is the cells holding water, I guess. And when your cells in your eyes, when you're inflamed and the cells in your eyes hold water, it forces, it puts a false curvature in the lens of the eye, whatever that is, in some components of the eye. And that's what causes people to uh, get bad vision. And they said, basically, if you go into ketosis and you basically get, you know, get off the, the carbs, refined carbs and added sugars, mm-hmm. your body, will, you'll drop a lot of water and, uh, and, and your yeah. vision will get better. And that is actually when I when I was doing hardcore carnivore for about a month, I stopped wearing my glasses for a couple of weeks. It was crazy. All my yeah. every, everything got good. Another thing that's a trip is my 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 close vision's amazing. Like like if I want to like I can see like every little fingerprint in my hand. Yeah. But I need my glasses kind of to see a little more far away. But yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cool. like I, once I changed my diet up a lot, that helped too. Like I started, I intermittent fast, and then I also like cut out corn syrup and all that stuff, like all the processed foods, and uh, that tra- like reduced that inflammation. Travis, sure. if you spell my name wrong, you don't need to uh, correct it. I mean, you can correct it, but, <laughs> to do, but if you do, it's it's uh, fine. Um, hey, so you called in with nothing to say, just to call in, like. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I like our talk. I'm just wondering. I, I, I like, I like. I our mean, talk. I guess I, I guess, uh, yeah, just to call in. I'm about to go. I just cleaned up some cat throw up, and I'm gonna go. 
Oh, dude. I, that's crazy to say that because literally, I think it was yesterday's show or the day before, it's like seconds before I'm on the air, I'm on my hands and knees with Resolve cleaning dog vomit. My, my kids eat these, these Sogo snacks and they leave the wrapper around and my dog eats it at night and then in the morning throws them up. I so hope they don't kill my dog. But um, but I think to myself, people only knew like, like what I did just 30 seconds before we went live on there. I've been cleaning yeah. up so much dog vomit lately. Yeah. And it got in between yeah, the uh, jiu-jitsu mats at our house and I had to lift up all the mats and it was like oh, early in the morning and my back was hurting. It was a mess. What do you, fun. what do you use? What chemical do you use? Do you use a chemical or just water and soap? What do you use to clean up the dog puke? Was it on the hardwood floors or a carpet or where, where was it? The it was so half of it was on carpet. Half of it was on the hardwood floor. So I, like, uh, threw her, I was like sleeping and I heard her throwing up. So I like picked her up and just, Threw her onto the hardwood floor. Yeah, like yeah, bear yeah. Crawled out of bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's the worst sound in the middle of the night. Makes like an all. <laughs> my my girlfriend makes like an all-purpose cleaner, kind of like I don't know what she uses, but sometimes I just you have to use like I don't even know like a little bit of bleach, but I mostly just use it's like vinegar, water, and I don't know what she puts in it, like in this bottle. Uh, oh, I want, I want to address that one second. Uh, thank you, Jeffrey. That's the kind of thing later on today. My mom's going to send me like a link explaining that all to me. Watch, because I used it wrong. You're right. It it, it wasn't a, uh, it was that. It was in, I can't even pronounce Op- that word. Op- ophthalmologist is like in, in diseases of the eye and optometrist is just glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he was an ophthalmologist, ophthalmologist, ophthalmologist. Yeah, that's what he was. Uh, um. You, uh, what what kind of protection do you and your uh, girlfriend use? Contraception. <laughs> Abstinence. No shit. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I ask use, because I wonder so, because I wonder if if you're using natural products in the like I, I want you know so, I mean, yeah, if she's making her own cleaner. It's like, called the it's called the pull and pray. You so no, you <laughs> you uh you hit the nail on the head like like she tracks everything like. She's not on birth control, so like she knows her her timing and everything. So, does she ever say to you that she feels her um, ovulation? Like, do you ever hear be like, "Oh shit, I feel the egg moving yeah. in my tubes"? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. She knows. Like she she has everything like tracked. She has like an app too. It, what'd you say? She's got a great app. She's got. <laughs> she has an application that tracks it. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you guys Catholic? And that. No. No. Okay. Okay. Well, that's cool. Good on you. That sounds like sounds like you got a good one. That's a keeper. You know why that's a good one? Because that that's what you want taking care of your kids. You want a wife oh, who's awesome. like, hey, I don't think we should be washing the kids' clothes with Tide. Hey, like like you want a she's woman amazing. who's like thinking of that shit. Like even if they're wrong, like that's like those are the things that you should. You're the person who's nurturing your kids should be on high alert for. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she. She actually works. I, I like commented a while ago, but she works at a methadone clinic as a counselor. She's in a, like an addictions counselor. Wow. She goes. She gets gets her at like four forty five a.m. to one p.m. and then she's getting her master's degree and uh, she wants to be a licensed mental health counselor. So she's she's a she's one in a million for sure. Hey, she's um, amazing. Have you taken methadone? No, oh. I have not. Me neither. I have not. I kind of, I mean, it'd be kind of, I, I need to, I haven't either. <laughs> That's where we met actually. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. 
Seven, no, have you seen didn't. the interview of Vladi Vladi Divac? Oh, no, jo, uh, Djokovic, Novak Djokovic explaining he would never take the vaccine even if it cost him not going to Wimbledon. Um, I, I can't. I don't know if I've seen it, but I'm I'm so impressed by him. I'm so impressed by him. I'm so impressed by him. Did you get the vaccine yet, brother? Oh, I got my ten booster shot. Did you? And the vaccine. No. <laughs> no, not at all. What do you do that no. you're able to not get it? Didn't your job require it or don't you want to go to like no, I work, to go see the World for, Cup or something? No, I work for a chiropractor. Oh, those um, guys are straight wackadoodles. They they don't most of those guys don't believe in any of that shit, huh? Yeah. That's yeah. So that's that's what I'm in so I want to I want to be a chiropractor, but I work at a chiropractor's office right now and it's pretty you know it's obviously it's holistic so you're not going to really get anyone trusting those like the pharmaceutical companies or, or that right the allopathic model allopathic someone needs to look that up uh well that's where you get it i think lasik would have been 4k for both eyes so i had a friend who took like 20 of us um on a trip to the middle of the country somewhere to visit an eye doctor who was, would do all of us lasik for free and the only two people who didn't, I think three people didn't, didn't take him up on his offer. I went on the trip, but like 17 of the group got LASIK and it was the guy who offered to pay for it all myself and my wife. We were the three that didn't get it. And I just, I just can't trust that shit either. So yeah. I'm putting a laser in my yeah. eye to help me see again. Like, I, I don't, yeah, trust I, don't. It. I don't trust it. And, and a, I, can, I could totally method. be wrong. I could totally be wrong. I don't, and, and that's yeah. fine. I, I don't really know a lot about it. I don't know. Yeah. So there's this. I, um, I don't know too much about it. There's this picture. This is a kind of a fascinating picture right here, by the way. I looked up. Um, it wasn't an apple. And uh, this picture came up. <laughs> oh, I saw that when you posted it. Now I know what picture you're talking about. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. But I but I do. I don't know what's. This is a detailed Michelangelo's fresco in the Vatican Sistine Chapel depicting the fall of man. And expulsion from the Garden of Eden. And what's fascinating here is look where her head is next to his dick. Like, but but probably in just the, a coincidence. Yeah, probably, probably, <laughs> probably. Um, but what's what's interesting is that the picture I saw recently is it showed a woman standing, and it was Eve, and it showed a man with her his head in her crotch, and it was a really cool pencil drawing. Maybe it's in my story, um, and. Uh, and it said, it says just the caption blows. It wasn't an apple. And I was like, how did I never think of that? How did I never think of that? I mean, that sounds right up my alley. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I enjoy your show. Happy birthday. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Tell your mom I said hi. <laughs> I right, do. I Peace, guys. Peace. I'll see you um, later. Savon, call me later. Happy birthday. Okay, yeah. bye. Thank you. Later. Thanks, Susan, for checking in. Bye, guys. It was like you and Susan came to the rescue, like the cavalry. Cavalry is that what it's called? Cavalry. Um, yeah. check out this. Um, uh, check out. Can you can you play the Rocky Teasdale video? It's a little long. Um, I some of you are going to get triggered right away. Just just suspend. Just suspend your getting triggered until you get to the very end. Is it the one in your story? Uh, yeah, but it's also, there's a link in the, um, it is in my story, but there's also a link in the, uh, in the email. This one's really going to, this one really bugs some people that I reposted this. Check this one out. For 
you to walk into your God powers, you must accept the fact that you are God. Whatever that word God means, if you want to accept the fact that you're infinite intelligence or you want to accept the fact that you're all knowing, you want to accept the fact that you are source or you are the universe or you are a bundle of energy within an energetic frequency matrix creating all of this, whatever you want or you want to just accept ultimate control of your reality, whatever construct you have, the first thing that is necessary is for you to accept and take responsibility for everything in your reality. That's good. That's good. Except, so he, he says that, right? And people are going to be like, that's blasphemy. You're not God, blah, blah, blah. You can just start pushing back all the way. And then right before he gets to the punchline at the end, he says, and, and if you don't like like the way I first described it, you can just rephrase it as, hey, if you just want to have control of your reality. And then he tells you how to do it. You have to take ultimate responsibility for everything around you. And, 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 and we would have to look up the exact word of responsibility, and that could be a whole show. I should have them on, and we can talk about what, what responsibility means. But it's not to say that everything around you is your fault, but it's that you take responsibility for it. It's like thoughts. Every thought of yours is not you, but every thought of yours is your responsibility. And um, uh, responsibility, the state or of or fact of having a duty to deal with something or having control over someone. Right. Okay. So uh, the state or fact of being accountable or to blame for something. So you don't have to argue with him. You don't have to be like, no, you're not God. You, you don't have – all you have to do is be like, he told you how to do it. You can just be like, hey, I, I took personal responsibility and accountability for everything in my life, and you're right, Ronnie. I turned into God. Or you can say, hey, Ronnie, I took personal accountability and responsibility for everything in my life, and I didn't turn into God. You're wrong. You don't even have to argue with him. He tells you. He, you, don't, you don't have to have faith. You don't have to believe him. He tells you, hey, if you mix this egg with this flour and this sugar and put it in the oven for two hours, you will have a cake. And you're sitting there being like offended by it and be like, fuck no, no, you won't. Well, just try it. He just told you how to do it. You don't have to argue with them. You don't have to be triggered by it. And I think it's just fascinating. It's so, it's so awesome. Most people won't even make it to the end of that, those of you who want to get triggered. But, th but don't let it trigger you. Don't let it trigger you. They're just words. But I highly – go ahead. It's interesting that he posed it that way though instead of like – I don't, I don't want to say normal people, but other people would have posed it like the way to take control of your life is by taking responsibility yes, of yes. everything you're saying. Yes. But the way that he posed it, I think that was, I just thought found that interesting instead of. Well said. Like he's like, like, like he knows he's being provocative. Yeah. And it's almost, it's almost tongue in cheek in a little, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I guess I kind of like that. Cause I, I like doing that too. Yeah, and I guess it almost brings into the question like, okay, then, you're you're forcing people to question like okay so then what is like what is god what is the definition of god who is that what is my definition of it how do i grow off of this like what do i consider my faiths yes yes hey dude i found it <laughs> oh nice i found it i can't believe it i can't believe it i want to make it big first okay here we go I saw this and I was just like, wow, how did I not? I used to draw. I wish I would have. I used to draw a lot. I used to spend 
fucking 12 hours a day drawing. And I wish I wish I would have. Uh, I mean, look how happy she is. <laughs> yeah, that is a very good point. Everybody deserves it. It's like. It's like <laughs> 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 uh, and I love the drawing, too, on his back. I like the line. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I love the lines on his back, just how the shadows. I just love everything about that. He, I, I, his butt's a little flat, um, but that's a real woman right there. Hello, well, Mars. They weren't weight training back then. No. <laughs> uh, what's up? What's up, Mars? Lars? Mars? Mars? Lars? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Oh yeah, better. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm listening and I'm hands-free and I wanted to text you something, so I'm just going to call you and it's related to what you're talking about. Okay. Okay? So I'm just going to, real quick, that thing you were talking about and the way to do, uh, to, quote, become like God or whatever is to have full responsibility, right? That's what you were talking about earlier. See. Okay, that's See. what you are talking about. Yes. Yeah, and... Uh, I wanted to text you, and I don't care if it's pulled up or not, but there's an Akira the Don song, the Dutch DSP quote, and it's every man is responsible for everything that happens to him and everything that happens to everyone else. Oh, wow. But, wow. but, it, but in the beginning, it's the actual Dutch DSP quote, and it starts off, it's like, there's only one way to salvation, and it's to something, something but it's essentially take complete responsibility. So what that guy is saying I mean, it's not necessarily, I'm not, not that it's not legitimate because it's not new, but anyways, I don't know if you guys want to pull that up. You can, doesn't matter, but uh, you won't get copyright stuff if you do. I'm going to let you go. See ya. Bye. Thank you. There's only one way to salvation and that is to make yourself responsible for all men's sins. As soon as you make yourself responsible in all sincerity for everything and for everyone, you will see at once that it is really so. And that's the thing, man. Like you, like why you, you can't argue this. You either have to do it or shut or, or not do it, but you they're telling you how he's telling you how to do it. And so you can test it out yourself if you want. Uh, L- Logan's background noises now are more annoying than O'Keefe's. Yeah, I know. That's what I think. Cow is being slaughtered. That's what it sounds like. Uh Oh, all right. Anyway, that was that he could, what he contributed was good. And it was cool that he got off really quick. Uh, my friend, uh, Brandon just wished me a happy birthday. Happy birthday, old friend 50 today. Crazy. So crazy. So fun though. Do you feel 50? No. Uh, no, uh, I don't even know how to, an- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Can I tell you tomorrow? Sure. 50 in a I, day. I mean, just in the m- mornings are tough for me, man. Mornings are the first 30 minutes are so tough for me. I'm so fucking stiff. But what then I'm. Do? Go ahead. What are you going to do? Are you going to eat a pound of raw beef again or how are you going to celebrate? Uh, for sure, we'll do that. I've been doing that almost every day. But um, what I, what I'll tell you this is so for a friend of mine on Monday had ordered, had uh, ordered a party to be catered for 50 people and he'd never used it. He's like, hey, I'm not going to be in town and I'm canceling my party. I'm like, okay. He's like, do you want it? I'm like, sure. So I just had it moved to my house for Wednesday. That's today. Fuck yeah. That's crazy, right? I mean, it couldn't, like, he just called me on Monday. He's like, dude, I got a big favor to ask you. Or maybe Sunday night. He's Sunday night. He called me. He goes, I got a big favor to ask him. Like, what? He goes, tomorrow morning at my fucking house, I'm having a huge party, but I'm not going to be in town. 
He's like, so you can invite over whoever you want. I was like, okay. So then I called the caterer and I was like, hey, what's up? You're having a huge party at that house tomorrow night? And he goes, no, no, it's Tuesday night. I'm like, well, shit, can you move it to Wednesday night? And he goes, sure. I'm like, can you move it to my house? He goes, no problem. Nice. Yeah, cool, right? That's awesome. I am calling. I am still doing that. I'm doing um, uh, last night. Um, what did I do last night for a workout? Last night I had a good workout. Oh, no, it was okay. Last night I did um, – I've been benching a lot, so my push-ups are getting crazy. It's kind of crazy how it it uh it goes to it. But I did uh, 20 cows on the assault bike and 15 uh, push-ups and 10 strict pull-ups for 10 rounds. And then when I got done, I ate a half pound of ground beef with salt and honey and uh, butter. Um, my wife blends it in the food processor, a pound of ground beef. She used to use a third of cube of butter. Now I have her switch to like a quarter. Um, and then, uh, I just smeared out onto a plate, put sprinkled salt on it and put a little honey. So I, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You guys are all invited. Any, anyone can come to my house and party. It's going to be fun. I might even, I might even break out the whiskey. Ooh. Uh, that one nutrition lady said not to add honey, just watery sugar. Oh, is that what she said? Explain that to me. Watery sugar. What do you mean by that? I heard her say no honey, but I just, I just can't. I should try maple syrup, Bruce. You're right. What were you going to say, Caleb? Sorry. No, that's just what, I mean, honey is basically just watered down sugar, essentially. Or I guess, yeah. It's a, um, I, you know, it's, I know, I, but I probably should, Travis. You know what it is, too? It's, um, there's a, if I, if I lay, so, so, it's kind of a misnomer to call it a nap and sleep, but every day at some point during the day, in the middle of the day, I lie down on my back and, um, and I do something called energy body. It's basically for whatever that's worth. That's a whole nother subject. I do something called energy body and you could consider it just meditation. And what, if I do that for like 30 minutes, um, I, I feel great. And sometimes, um, when I, when, if in the middle of the night, like if I'm asleep for like four hours and I get up in the middle of the night to pee or I hear a noise or something, my back never hurts. So I have this theory that there becomes a point where I've been lying down too long that my back starts to hurt. It's some fucked up position I've in. I've tried different beds. I don't use a pillow at night. I sleep on my back. Um, I, I never even try to go to sleep, which is something I, I I need to find someone else who's like that. I never, ever try to go to sleep. It makes no sense to me when someone says I can't fall asleep. I have no issue. I have no interest in going to sleep ever. I just want to lie down. I want to stay conscious. I have no interest in ever going unconscious, but I do. Don't get me wrong. I do, but I just try to lie there and just pay attention to shit. Culti cultivate awareness. But anyway, so I think that there's a point where you where I'm on in that position too long. And, um, I'm toast. Hey, can you put in Victos sweatbands? So, so I reached out to the owner of Life Is RX, uh, the head honcho over there, the founder Marcus, and I I told him that, or I asked him. I told him. I asked him. Let's go with I asked him. Sounds nicer. If we could get, if I could get wristbands made with the same material these Victos wristbands are made, but it said CEO here. And then this. And then this side, just the logo, not with the roots, you know, the more, Oh, the, the, the logo up there in the, in the top of the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like these things. 
Yeah, these things are like so – these are the thickest wristbands ever. I know people always ask why I wear these. I wear these for the exact opposite reason. Most people – I think wristbands are supposed to be like if you're sweaty, right, for keeping yeah. sweat off your hands. But I use them to stay warm. So as soon as I start to get sweaty is when I take them off. 95 uh, – let me see the makeup. 95% polyester, 5% rubber chassis? I guess. Oh, this this is gonna be good. This guy's gonna have a strong accent. Let's see. Bradley, good morning. Vaughn, how's it going? Oh, you don't have an accent. I mean, I'm good. Everything's great. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have uh, a little coon ass accent like you might think. I just thought it was gonna be crazy strong, and I'd be like, "What? What'd you say?" Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No. I. Uh, I called back whenever the uh, the Eric Rosa drama started. I went on a little rant, um, and all my friends gave me shit about it. So I said, you know what? I might as well just call in and try to like, uh, re- you know, save face for myself. What was the rant you went on? Hey, hold on one Remember, second, Jeff. Did you really back squat four hundred three? That is nuts. Okay, sorry. What was the rant you went on? Um, it was when the like uh, when Eric Rosa fired Castro. Yes. Um, and I, count, I called in. I was like, what the fuck's going on? All that stuff like that, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're an but, affiliate owner. Yeah, yeah, affiliate owner. Hey, it wasn't, it wasn't a shiny uh, uh, moment for me, for me either. Some people very close to me are like, dude, you've lost your fucking mind. And, I, <laughs> and, and even, if, even if I, even if like, I just had to push back on that too. I was like, I, I didn't, like, usually if someone gives me um, feedback, I reflect. But I was like, fuck you. And lose yeah, shit. Not, Fuck off. Yeah, no. I, I, I told him I was like, look, it is what it is. Like that's how that's how I, like my I voice my opinion and like where I'm gonna rock yeah. that thing, you know. So, but let, it's all good though. Let Let's reflect for a Let's reflect for a minute. J- just for sake, I I think I think it's safe to say that the holy shit, that old fucker did that. That's crazy. I don't think I can back squat half that much right now. I mean, I I squat a lot, but I do not squat heavy. Jesus, dude. He's got a solid squat, too. Yeah, sorry, Bradley. We're just watching a dude squat. Oh, yeah, he's a savage. Holy wow. shit. Dude's a oh, fucking tank. Shit. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to have to do some weighted muscle-ups today or something. To I got to do something. Um, but But let's reflect for a second. So he said... Uh, uh, um, a, a gym called Rocket CrossFit that doesn't allow people who who or a, a gym named Rocket CrossFit in Washington, who's run by a girl who's clearly got some fucking serious fucking issues. Her and her boy, I think her boyfriend owned it, but she would act like she was the owner. We'd, I think we even paid her to write something for the journal once, and she didn't do it. And two other times we didn't pay her, but she, but she wanted to write for the journal. She was into she t- always constantly talking about sex. That was like her favorite thing. I want to say her name was something Royce. Anyway, this this late she tried to tell the world that she was the moral compass for CrossFit. Anyway, just some just some psycho. There's a lot of fucking weirdos out there, tons and tons and tons. And she had and this gym is like like just covered in rainbows and unicorns, right? They love the gay community and that's like sort of their identity. Like like when I was in college and I love Malcolm X and everything I wore, I wore the Malcolm X shirt. Like that kind of shit. And so she she um now they have now their gym allows anyone to work out there because it's the most accepting gym ever unless you're not vaccinated. So so they really are a segregationist gym and their identity is so rooted in their sexuality that 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 they're not accepting. 
Do you know what I mean? Like when you're, when you're, when you're, when you have an identity that's so rooted in one thing, let's say just being a vegetarian, then you don't accept people who aren't vegetarian. It, it's, it's, yeah. it's amazing. So when you have an, yeah. an identity that's so rooted in accepting everyone, basically you just don't accept people who don't accept people. And it's like, what the fuck is good as that? So, <laughs> so, so, so she called Greg a racist. Greg told her to shut the fuck up. And people were like, how dare you talk to someone like that? And, and, and you, let me tell you, it's not a big deal anymore to be called racist, but five years ago, it was the worst thing you could call someone. Yeah. It was worse than calling someone a kike. The worst, the worst thing you could call someone is a racist. No one would, 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 I, I, uh, no one wanted to be called that. It is the worst. There's no word, no spick, no nigger, no kike. It, the worst thing you could call someone is racist. They, people hated it. You would, you would, it, 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 it it's so offensive because no one wants to be that. Not because they really yeah. care if they're racist or not, but they're afraid of how the society will judge them. Okay, so so she calls Greg racist, and of course Greg responds in the right appropriate way. You know, the knee jerk reaction when someone called you racist five years ago is to be like "fuck off." Uh-huh. And um, now, so so then the Floyd nineteen thing happens. Greg sells the company, and he's rich as shit. Then the pandemic happens. Floyd nineteen, by the way, was just to protect black people. If that's how you view the world in white and black, it was to tell the the whole world, hey, you do not want the same idiots who gave us the guidelines for COVID because it was the Imperial College to give us or, or the Evergreen College in Washington, maybe both of them um, to give us the guidelines for how to deal with racism. Racism. Right. Yeah. And so so it was it was a, it was a protection for them. But it was misunderstood, and he got away fucking richer than fucking God at the fucking perfect time, right? Because this shit, that CrossFit can't be worth more than $20 million today. What a fucking disaster it's become. 240, 280,000 people entered the open. Please, what a joke. What a joke. That's how many, that's how many people, 240? Yeah. They got rid of Pukey. They got rid of Forging Elite yeah. Fitness. They got rid of Dave Castro. The guy that fired Dave Castro um, is no longer there. Ironically, a white Jew, I love me some white Jew, but just the irony in it, right? Fires the yeah. fucking Mexican SEAL Team 6 um, operator. Like hardcore Mexican. Like Watsonville. Like for those of you Northern California people know, like like Vatos, Cholos, tell us how you feel. Color shit. Then, the, and, and an American patriot. Um, then you have um, the new guys, this white guy, Justin Berg, the tall, handsome white guy. The whole fucking no one on the no, no one on the C suite does CrossFit, I don't think. And by 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 doesn't do it, I mean like 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 how we do it, like how we just saw Jeff doing it. Like they're just out there fucking grinding every day. They don't even have a fucking yeah. life. It's just Jesus and CrossFit all day. Now the games doesn't doesn't have a fucking like how many black dudes are in the games this year or last year? Was it Chandler Smith? Gee? Yeah. I mean, hey, I can't talk. Uh, right we'll, now. I'm, I'm going to war. I'm going to war. I'm on, I'm on, a, on a. You should. Hey, if you're if you're my friend, you should be fucking watching the podcast. People, my fucking best friends call me during the fucking podcast. How about fuck you? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pay for that. I should never yell at that guy. Um. Uh. So. <laughs> I'm in big trouble. I'm in big trouble. He just um, texted you, huh? He did just text me. <laughs> oh, Nelly. Uh, and 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 the women, I don't even think I don't even think there is I don't think there's any black women CrossFitters left. But look at 2019. 
when the racist man was running the when the company, it was it was it was just fucking raining Asians and Mexicans and Arabs and and and, and blackies and, and a handful of whiteies. You yeah. guys really fucked up. You guys really fucked up. They fucking fired the fucking Armenian. My people, my people, you fired the Armenian, you fucking jackasses. And, and I just can't believe Rosa fired Dave and now Dave and then and then he got fired. I just can't even. It's so weird. You know, we had something like that happen across the plan, when I was there. The plan. I, we had something weird happen like that across there. So there was this CEO that came after Greg that Greg put into power. And he was the CEO for like a year and a half. He was horrible. He was the guy that fired the whole media department. He screwed everything up. Anyway, that guy then um, – so that guy then fired this guy, Bruce Edwards, who was the chief operations officer for CrossFit. He was – to be completely fair to Bruce, he was like the only adult who worked at CrossFit. He was like so fucking mature. He was so fucking cool. He was so fucking even keeled. He was equanimity. And this guy, Bruce Edwards, I think he was like third employee at West Marine and ended up becoming their chief operations officer and took it from just a small company in Santa Cruz to an $800 million company. And and he did CrossFit, of course. And uh, basically, so then Bruce ended up coming to CrossFit and um, this, this piece of shit CEO fired Bruce. And a few months after Bruce was fired, I think this, some of the details may be a little blurry with this. I'd have to go back and look at my notes. But then Greg called the COO of that time, who was Bruce Edwards, who had been fired. And he said to Bruce, I think it was on a Friday, hey, I want you to fire the CEO. Bruce is like, but I don't work for you. He's like, it's okay. I'll give you pay, pay your day rate. So the guy that fired Bruce, the CEO, was then um, – Bruce was then brought back for two or three days to fire the CEO. And I think the CEO figured that out because the following Monday he quit. So Bruce didn't get a chance to fire him, but it was so bizarre that he fired our operations officer, the CEO, and then Greg called the operations officer to fire the CEO. It was so weird. Anyway, that guy quit. Then Dave became the CEO, and then we started rebuilding, and then the Floyd 19 thing happened, and uh, and then um, uh, Greg got super rich and left. And yeah. Guys, guys, this is, you're my second friend who's called. You should be watching the show. I'm doing a podcast now, and if you're my friend and you have my own personal phone number, you should be supporting me. Even if you're not watching the podcast, you should at least play it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> don't, forget, don't forget to like and subscribe. I'm just I'm just running out of friends today. I'm just running out of friends today. So, Savon, real quick, I wanted to ask you. So, yeah, yeah, sorry, I, so, I was, yeah, yeah, sorry. So, so, how do you want to redeem yourself? Because you were right all along. It's 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 batshit crazy what happened. It's batshit crazy. Yeah. So it's funny, right? So you uh, used to put out some videos. Um, and that guy uh, just texted your... me too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So you used to put out some videos uh, of uh, on your your uh, Instagram of your three boys playing or whatever. And it was all about like letting them play and, and letting them do and let them learn by their own experiences and everything like that. And it was kind of, that's kind of how, you know, I, I take that kind of mindset. I have two little girls. And I kind of let them just kind of learn on their own, right? Guide them in the direction that they go. Uh, let them be free as far as what they want to do. They made mistakes. They made mistakes. It's not that big of a deal, right? Um, so I try to reflect back on myself um, on on learning from them uh, just to become a better individual, right? Uh, I run my gym and I have a couple other businesses. Um, but it gets to a point, right? Like 
when you're running these businesses and you have employees that work for you, um, and the, the younger generation that, that we work with nowadays, um, they weren't built on that, right? They were, everything was kind of built on, like they were always given that, that thing, right? Or you deserve this or you deserve this and you deserve this. What a weird um, word, right? What a weird word um, deserves. What a weird word. Yeah. That word in fair um, tripped me out. It's not fair. I deserve this. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. And I, I try to reflect back on that. It was like, and I, I tried teaching the, the kids that work for me. You know, I have 15 employees. They're all college, high school kids that, that work under me. And I try to re- explain to them, like, hey, like, you don't deserve uh, to have this job or, or you don't deserve to get paid the, the amount of money that I pay you. I pay you more than what you should be getting paid. But you know, that's the generosity that I'm doing. But at the same time, like you have a responsibility and they don't understand what, res- what in the, you were just talking about responsibility before. They don't understand what responsibility is. Um, and it's just trying to just, uh, trying to just mold them into a direction and, and kind of understand them because they're not being taught, right? They're not properly being taught um, to be responsible uh, and, and their actions and everything like that. So it's just one of those things I was trying to reflect back on. And I was like, man, like, you know, I am me based off of, of how I was raised and how my mom raised me. Um, but she taught me the proper way of, of going about it. Right. And, and, um, how did she teach you that? All- how did she teach you that? I don't think my parents, well, my my parents me. were just hard workers. They didn't teach me. Yeah. They, they didn't teach. Well, I guess you could say that's what taught me that. Um, my stepmom told me one time, and, and I really appreciated her doing this. She said she broke the word responsibility down as your ability to respond. She, I like thinking of responsibility as two words. Your response ability. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like an old lady falls down. What's your responsibility like how are you able to respond to that um stand from afar call for help run over and pick her up but what who do you like it's like it's an important thing to think about right what is your response ability your neighbor's house is on fire do you call the fire department and grab a hose or do you just call the fire department and get your kids out like what is your responsibility or do you just sit there and blame people no can't do that. Well, I mean, I mean that's, that's a that's form of responsibility too. Like my level of responsibility, like that guy I brought up earlier, that that Ben Garvis guy or the guy who's making the Rose movie, his ability to respond is just to blame people. I mean, he that's yeah. all he does. Yeah. And that's and I think that's a um that's a characteristic of how kids are always, uh, you know, generation now is it's always like what what somebody else did, right? You you got to you got to reprimand an employee because they're not following, you know, um, the rules of, of the business. And they're like, well, well, so-and-so wasn't doing this. And so I did it a different, you know, it's just like, it's always something else or somebody else and stuff like that. Whereas in like, um, you know, my mom raised me and my brother by herself. She had three jobs. She worked middle of the day, early morning nights. There was times that we would sleep. Um, she was a night teller. So there was times where we would go to the, to the, the bank and we would actually sleep in the bank um, while she worked and then she would drop us off at school the next morning and she would go to her next job, you know, um, Damn, dude, but, that's as we hardcore. Got, but as we got older, you know, and she was like, Hey, I have three, I have to work three different jobs a day to make ends meet. Um, you're going to have to make your breakfast. You're going to have to get yourself on the bus. You're going to get yourself off the bus. 
Um, you're going to play with your friends and you're also going to feed yourself at 10, 11 years old. Right. That's where I kind of learned responsibility is like, all right, like it's not always going to be, somebody's always going to be there and, and, and give you the direction of what's going on. Sometimes you just got to figure the shit out on your own. Right. Um, and I think that's what me and my brother did. We just end up figuring it out on our own. And I think that's where we kind of built the character within ourselves that we were, we were going to uh, rely on ourselves and be, you know, and have that responsibility on our own shoulders versus, um, you know, having the blame on somebody else. Yeah. It, it's, uh, um, it's liberating, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, as a kid, you, I mean, you look back now and you're like, you know, damn, like that shit was hardcore. Right. Um, but then you don't really, at that time, you're not really thinking about it. Right. But, um, but now I got my, my wife, uh, my mom is, it, she crushes it. Right. She's been with a company, uh, for about 20 years now. Um, and she gets paid a really good salary and she works her ass off. Right. But, yeah. and now she's being able to reward us, right. By doing little things that she couldn't do whenever we were kids. Right. Um, it's always like, Hey, uh, what's the newest, you know, pair of, uh, of workout shoes you want, you know, or what, you know, you want a new pair of Lulu shorts or something like that. Things that she had no, no possible way of things of being able to afford whenever we were kids. Right. But now she's able to, to, to give that and, and respond with that. And we can, we can look back on it and say, man, that was a great experience, you know, and it's kind of the same thing that, that's going forward that we, then I try to do with my girls, right? I try to give my girls as much as I possibly can, but at some time they're going to have to learn responsibilities, right? And um, and that was just one of the things I wanted to reflect back on. Yeah, thank you. Hey, what did your what were your friends giving you shit for about your response? They they they, they were happy with the with the firing of Dave. Is that what you're saying? Or uh, no, you know, some of them are newer to the CrossFit uh, community, right? So they don't really understand like old school CrossFit, like, like we do, right? Like right. 2007, 2008, 2009, it was just like run through a wall and just get after it. Right. Um, so they're kind of used to, you know, they're all two, three years in, so they're not used to of, of what the purpose and what the meaning of CrossFit was, how we were, how we were brought up. Right. And, and the things that Dave taught and everything like that. So a lot of them took that whole like, um, oh, firing of Dave. And then it kind of rounded into Eric Rosa was going to now be uh, captain uh, or he was going to be the uh, head of the chairman so he can make the rules and everything. So it was a, it was a combination of those two things that they were just kind of giving me shit about because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all about old school CrossFit, right? Like yeah. um, I've had the pleasure of meeting uh, Glassman uh, on five or six different occasions. I've had dinner with Glassman before. Um, and I'm, and, and you don't know Glassman unless you've had the one-on-one -on -one interaction for sure, uh, and get, for sure and get, and get to know him. So they're just on the outside. Look, they're, they're on the outside looking in, right. They don't have the, um, understanding of, I have of, of the, the foundation of CrossFit and how it started and what the purpose is and everything like that. So they were just giving me a little shit, you know, but at the end of the day, it's all, it's it, guys, you know, they, we can, we can bust each other's chops and everything like that. And at the end of the day, we're going to work out together and we're going to high five and, and talk shit to each other. And it's fine, you know, but, um, it's just a younger group of individuals coming in, um, and not understanding the, the, the way that we were brought up on it, you know, and, and what we fell in love with CrossFit and how it's changed our lives and everything like that. 
Caleb, thank you, but buddy. Uh, but they can still kiss my. They can still kiss my ass, though. Yeah, right. Exactly. I I I want to explain something about that too. I want to explain two things too, because some people are like, "Oh, Savon isn't going to accept change. All things have to change." Or Savon's against corporate America. Um, I fully accept change. I fully accept what's happening. Um, it, whatever it is, like, let it roll. Let it be. I, I get it. And and I have no problem with corporate America. Zero. You do your thing. Kill it. Crush it. I'm I'm so happy for fucking. The richer you get, the the fucking greater. Go do it. That doesn't mean you can't make observations of what some of the effects are. It's like it's like rain. I do not hate rain. A lot of people hate rain, but to say that rain isn't going to um, get your car wet, and to talk about that and to conflate that with the fact of hating rain, or that it's going to um, make it so your yard's too soggy to play in with the kids today, and to to jump yeah. to say that I hate rain because of that that's bullshit. I love rain. When it's raining, most people stay inside. I put my jacket on, tell my kids, shit, this is 20, 21st century. Let's go outside and get wet and play in the rain. If we're cold, we can come inside and dry our clothes and take a hot shower. Let's rock this shit. Um, and, but, but, and so you just have to understand the implications of what it means for CrossFit to go corporate. This company hired or has hired or has currently employs another company in New York City that is telling CrossFit Inc. what they are, what their identity is. Now imagine that. Imagine that. I want to go back to what Bradley said. If you haven't met Greg, then you don't know Greg. The people who know Greg, whether they hate him or love him regardless, whether you find him um, attractive or unattractive, whatever your, whatever your judgment of him is, there's no one else like him. Not like there's no one else like you. He's a human tornado of passion, and this was his. For those of you who have kids, this was his kid. He loved this thing, or he was maybe maybe loves not the right word. He was as passionate about CrossFit as anyone, and there cannot be a leader that replaces him. He was, he, he was going to die for this thing. He was going to die for the truth that this thing represented. And now you have to understand. Now it's a cash cow making money thing. They like. You belong to a movement now that's – oh, man. I, I, I don't want to get sued. <laughs> I don't want to get sued. Although I guess if they want to sue me, they can sue me. But um, there's uh, – It was a movement then, right? It was a movement uh, in 2007, right? It was, a, it was a movement, but it was a different type of movement. Well, it's all, um, it's, 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 the thing is, it's is that it was about of, telling of, the of truth health. and they cannot tell the truth when, when you have to make money and by law, they have to make money. They cannot tell the truth when you have to make money. The, the two do not go hand in hand. If, if you're, if your soul, if by law you have to make money, you can't always tell the truth. You just can't, you just can't. And, and you would never need anyone to explain to you that, uh, what this company means. If this company still cared about the truth, you could just go over and ask any of the L one trainers. They fucking hired a New York firm to tell them who their identities. I mean, you can see them doing it on the game site. They're trying to be edgy. You don't have to be edgy. The truth scares the shit out of people. Let me tell you, let me, I'll explain to you like this for all you women out there who who have sisters and you, and, 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 and you're married. Ask your husband. Have you ever thought about fucking my sister? You want the truth? 
No, no, no one can handle the truth. They run away when they hear the truth. And I'm not suggesting that every dude out there wants to fuck their wife's uh, uh, sister. I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm just choosing something that's like obviously um, inflammatory. And, and, and but but you will not be in a true. It is very difficult to be in a truthful relationship. And we were part of a community where the leader was that fucking truthful. Greg would have told Greg's the type of guy who would tell his wife, yeah, I want to fuck your sister. Yes, a- absolutely. I, he, he would say it. You cannot exercise away a bad diet. I, I wish I could tell you you could. I'm the fitness guy, but you cannot. And, and if you had to pick one, a good diet or fitness, you always pick good diet. It's way more important than, than exercise. Way, 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 way more important. It's all the shit he said. And if you sat at a dinner table with him, you, you saw um, – uh, uh, yeah, you're lucky that you met him five times that you had dinner with him. He's so special. He's so special. He's he's a um. Everyone that has an issue with him, it's their own inability to stand close to the fire. I get it. I've, yeah. I've been there. There's times he's pissed me off, but I realize, like, dude, do you want to stand close to the fire or not? Yeah, I do. I do want to stand close to the fire, even if that means you get burnt a little bit. Yeah. Thank well, you. I do, it, it, it will I never do. be the same, but at least we had it in our life and we can share it with our kids. You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and, and who knows what the next evolution of this thing will be in, in the next iteration of the truth, you know? But 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 I do believe that he planted enough seeds that something will, will come from it. Yeah, I agree. Well, I do appreciate your time, Saban. Yeah, thanks for calling. Thanks for helping the show out. Fuck, I was I was, I was hurting hurting today. Hurting today. Can't get my IG huh. to work. My email's all fucked up. Guest didn't show up. <laughs> Just one of those days. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a good one. All right. Thank Congrats you. Congrats on the daughters. Yep. Bam. Oh, man. Oh, man. My two friends that I yelled at. Thanks for being part of the show. That was just a shtick. That's just a shtick. All right, guys. Well, I guess we'll change the name of the show from what was the guy's name? Who's supposed to be on? Onama? David Onama? Still a cool dude. Love him. Excuse me. What's today? Tuesday? Wednesday. Garbage day. I took the garbage out. It's 8.45 a.m. I have another interview at 12 noon that I should prepare for. I am not going live with that one. I haven't not I haven't not gone live in so long. Oh, that's cute. Uh all right, guys. Love you guys to death. Thanks for hanging in there with me today. It is uh 8.45 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hope you guys have a great day. And I will oh, I will see you tomorrow with um Roger Boyer. A uh, gentleman lost 100 pounds uh, working closely with uh, spreading CrossFit in the indigenous tribes where type 2 diabetes is running wild up in Canada. Uh, why not live? That is a great question that I cannot answer. Thank you, Heidi. Bye-bye.